0: Some people hodl their cryptos, but others enjoy the thrill of trading for fun and profit. Today, we're pleased to welcome Craig Cobb, known as Trader Cobb, to the show, and he's going to discuss strategies and tips for trading tokens and being happy. And by happy, we mean profitable. You may hodl, you may foddle, but if you want to learn how to be profitable, you may really benefit from today's show. It's episode number 175 of the Bad Crypto Podcast.
1: Who's that? How many times I gotta tell you, Joe Calm, it's HODL. It's HODL. I want it to be HODL. It just Why is you, you say hold Yep. You got I to do. know when to hold them. Yep. Know when to fold them.
0: Exactly.
1: You don't. Know, you don't. Know, you I say do. hold
0: and fold. Hodl. FODL. It's the bad crypto podcast. We say things how we want to, and if you don't like it, well. Turn us off and go listen to that other show. They're not funny uh, and not nearly as handsome as Mr. Travis Wright. My God, I'm getting better looking every day, Mr. Jill Kahn. Get you are. In fact, day. you just got done telling me that you are at your lowest weight in nine years. That is true.
1: Yeah, since uh, since I was 36. I'm at my lowest weight since I was 36.
0: Well, I just saw you, and I could vouch for you are indeed approaching schwelt, and uh, you're also, you know, beefing up there because you're working out.
1: I'm working out. Every other day I'm going to the gym, doing upper body workouts, and then doing. I don't do leg workouts as much because I've been walking around with all this extra weight, so my leg muscles are pretty good. <laughs> like, don't forget leg day. I'm like, I'm pretty good. I'm still good. Don't worry about that. Uh, but, yeah, I, you know, I feel so much better. I feel... I can say that since I'm going to the gym, working out with a trainer, that um, I put on about 10 pounds of muscle, and I have not felt this good since my mid-20s. I I tell Mm. you, that's so true.
0: That's good. Need to be fit so we could travel around the world spreading the gospel of blockchain because they don't call us the blockchain blockheads for nothing. They don't call us the crypto clowns for nothing. They don't tell us that we're bad for nothing because we are.
1: They don't actually say any of that.
0: We said that we, ourselves. We, we said that about ourselves. It's really funny. Uh, back in 2004, I wrote the first ebook that was out there about making money with Google AdSense called "What mm-hmm. Google Never Told You About Making Money with AdSense." And when I went to conferences and events, people would greet me and they'd say, "Hey, it's Doctor AdSense," you know, and shake my hand. Yeah. And and um, you know, why would people call me Doctor AdSense? Well, it's because I signed my emails. Dr. AdSense, and then I decided, you know, that's really stupid. I'm just going to be Joel, and I stopped calling myself that, and so other people did as well, and the moral of the story is, is brand yourself how you want to be seen. It's kind of like Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura's not a doctor, right? She's, she's not? just I don't think so. She
1: just, like, calls herself a doctor?
0: She's she's a doctor of radiology, I guess.
1: Wow. Well,
0: that's uh, radiology.
1: Probably, that's probably way cheaper to just call yourself a doctor instead of actually – You know, becoming a doctor, probably save yourself a couple hundred
0: thousand dollars. Yeah, she's she's a marriage and family counselor, but I don't know that she ever she she's a physiologist, but I don't think that she ever got a Ph.D. in what she did.
1: You know, I call myself King Daddy,
0: (laughs) but nobody else will.
1: That doesn't mean I'm a king.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it does mean you're a daddy, though. You do. You are. You are a father yeah, of a father children. Father. Uh, so we're, we're we're glad you guys are here. Welcome to the show. Heard around the world. Still vying for North Korea. One of these days, we'll get there. And today, we're going to talk about trading. We have a gentleman who is a a YouTube. Um, Crypto Star, his name is Craig, but his friends call him Trader, his fans call him Trader, and he's kind of got a no-nonsense uh this is how it is approach to trading cryptos.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you've ever wanted to learn how to become more effective at trading the cryptos, this is maybe a person you want to chat with and listen to, pay attention to. You know, we talk about all aspects of crypto. He talks specifically around trading, so if that's if that's your thing, and that's something you're going to want to listen to.
0: And he's got a uh, a course that you'll be able to partake in if you're interested in purchasing that. The link is on our show notes at badco.in forward slash 175. But you can get there directly as you're listening, if you wish, by going to badcode.in forward slash trader, T-R-A-D-E-R. And that is our affiliate link for the program as well so if you do decide to invest in craig's trading course then you will also be supporting the republic of bad cryptopia and we do appreciate that
1: yep yep and uh without further ado let's get to the interview what do you say mr joel khan
0: let do it for the longest time uh that's a billy joel song i've been saying that i am a hodler and not a trader that doesn't mean i haven't made trades but honestly i don't feel qualified to trade a whole lot trav
1: mm. you are a trader you what is it uh what was the name of that guy the the, uh, the massive trader in america
0: uh benedict arnold
1: benedict arnold, arnold. yeah that's the guy. yeah but but why if you gotta be the... like that
0: you don't be a trader oh you're a hustler. you're not a trader because i want a breakfast named after me mm. right that's Very how you good. get your eggs benedict it, it's good that there's people in the space that do understand trading, though. And uh, we are privileged to have with us a gentleman who has trader in his name. Well, not, I mean, his name is Craig Cobb, but he goes by Trader Cobb, C O B B, the website, tradercobb.com. And uh, this guy knows crypto, knows blockchain, has a financial background, investing background before cryptos ever came along.
2: And uh, he's here with us today. Craig, welcome to Bad Crypto. Thanks, guys. Joel, Travis, I'm looking forward to being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We are pleased
1: that you are here, Mr. Cobb. So you've done some interesting stuff here in the crypto space. You're doing, you have TraderCobb.com. You've been doing some other stuff. So maybe,
2: you know, where did the crypto rabbit hole begin for you? Yeah, good Good question. Uh, look, in all honesty, I, I was introduced to Bitcoin in 2013 and I sort of kicked it to the curb. Um, <laughs> the reason being, I'm, look, I am a trader, so I look for volatility, I look for volume, and uh, I look for the things that I can use, like, you know, charting software, proper charting software that I can actually look at and, and, and you know, sort of apply my craft from. And in 2013, many of these things, or well, just about all these things didn't exist, and um, I left it. Now, I, I had people say to me, like still to this day when I tell this story, they're like, you know, aren't you kicking yourself for not buying some and god honest truth is no. Because if you break your rules, where do you end up? You know, you just keep heading down the wrong side of the path and you know the the yellow brick road becomes, you know, you're just sitting in the mud. So um, that's where I was first introduced to it. But honestly, last year, it was when I got my hands hand stuck right into it deep. Um, I got the phone call from a mentor of mine, somebody who I know and respect in the business community. And he said, Cobby, mate, you've got to look at this Bitcoin stuff and crypto. You've like, got to listen to this bad crypto, Cobby. That's what he said, man. I was like, got to do it. <laughs> I mean, am I'm down. And uh, basically, from there, I had a look at the tools, the volumes, and went, "Oh, geez, I, I, I really can't ignore this anymore." Um, the volatility won me over. Uh, look, there's a lot of things that, that suck in the space as a trader, and we can we can cover some of those later if you want. But um, as far as volatility goes, there is not a market in the world like it, and uh, and that's really when I sort of went, sort of you know, headlong into it. And um, yeah, I've been I've been trading crypto full time. I've not traded a single instrument since. Wow, that is all. And what kind of track record are you seeing, you know, when you're trading? Oh, mate, I'll I'll tell you one thing. It's a lot better than what it was in traditional markets. Um, And it's just that volatility factor, guys. I mean – if, if you look at with, with trading, it's all about managing your risk. That, that's the first thing. You know, everyone talks about rewards. Uh, anyone who's talking about rewards before they talk about risk, I just you know, they're just not worth spending time with in, in, in my humble uh, opinion. But uh, I've been doing this for twelve years now trading, and it is all about risk. So when you look at your risk multiple, so let, let's say I'm risking, let's say I'm risking a thousand dollars on a trade. If I'm trading, say dollar yen for example, I might be happy to get maybe three thousand dollars profit out of that in a good trade. Now, that might take, depending on the time frame, it might take a long time to get there. Now, that means that you know if I'm looking at three-to-ones, two-to-ones, that sort of thing, reward to risk multiples, so taking my risk of 1,000, making it 2,000, 3,000 profit, then as I have a fair few losing trades, my margins become quite tight. So you've got to be very, very, very consistently good, all right? Now, as much as I made a living doing that, you come to crypto, and <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You can get a 10 to 1 in the space of two days. Mm -hmm. Like the the reward multiple is just so much more. Look, your risk stays the same, but the reward multiple is so much bigger that it really honestly makes average traders look really good. So it allows people to become full-time or professional In this market, by virtue of the fact that they might not be – they might need three more years down the track to be able to do this in a a different market. But due to the volatility in this space, it's basically making a lot of turkeys fly in hurricanes and uh, making people look very, very good.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious. Dude, he makes turkeys fly. Uh, He makes turkeys fly. That's good. I always – WKRP in Cincinnati show, the Thanksgiving show. Sorry, I you missed don't, that. So, yeah, so the, you know the radio station. They came up with this promotion, and they dropped turkeys from a helicopter, <laughs> and they all went splat. And uh, the the punchline is, "With God as my witness, I thought turkeys could fly." <laughs> I bet, bet your uh, Peter
2: was happy with that.
1: Yeah. So I got to ask you this then, because so it seems to me like you have some, you have some processes, you have some, some, some different things that you're looking for. So. We know this crypto goes up, crypto goes down. We've been in a pretty big bear market right since, well, I guess when when this started, you know, we hit our peak in January and it's been all downhill with a few blips upwards since then. So, you know, how reliable is your methodology when we're in a bear market?
2: Yeah, damn good question. Um, Look, look, I'm an investor first and foremost, so I I invest in this space. Yeah, so I'm a hodler as well. I invest in great projects. I do hold Bitcoin, Ethereum. I do hold a number of different tokens. So I I cover both sides of the of of the of the spectrum basically. So my investments are bleeding right now, just the same as everybody else's. Uh, Long term, and when I say investing long term, I'm not talking about crypto long term. I'm not talking about three to six months. I'm talking about actually long term. (laughs) Uh, You know, years ahead down the track. So for for me, trading right now is for shorts for the most part. I'm, I'm taking opportunities to short the market. Now, it's very reliable because it's based on human emotion. So I, I've got a checklist structure. So for me, like the person you are here right now, I'm, I'm pretty spontaneous. I like to have a bit of fun. You know, it's it's all, all fairly flippant and, um, you know, yeah, got I have a lot of fun, right? But but when it comes, yeah, we to we don't do that trading, here. There's yeah, no fun. No here. most boring podcast this is a in the world. Serious
0: crypto life. podcast,
1: you guys. I know,
2: right? Dot the eyes, cross the t's. But um, look, you know, the, the the idea behind it is I'm trading human emotion. Um, with a checklist in place, what it allows me to do is have the same structured approach for every single position. Now, whether that's up to up or down, it it makes zero difference. the The only difference is right, in a downtrend. Um, You know, as we see across many of the top 10, as I said just before we sort of recorded, you know, apart from Bitcoin and Lumen, the, the other eight in that top 10 are just in phenomenal downtrends and producing phenomenal opportunities to short. You've just got to know what you're looking for. So it's not just about going in and, you know, just selling short. You've got to have an entry price. You've got to have a stop loss, which is a price at which you exit the position if it goes against you. So you've got to be wrong at a certain point. And then the good thing is you can let the damn thing run. So, with a structured approach, I haven't found the um, uh, my ratios to change whether we're going up or down. To be fair, this year, there's been a lot more opportunities to the downside than there has been upside, a lot more. Uh, and then just in the last two weeks, man, like we've had a short on, uh, we put a trade out on uh, NEO, we got short NEO, got short uh, Ripple on a Epic breakout trade a couple of weeks, oh sorry, last week, just an absolute doozy. And you can draw in these levels of support in your chart, like the horizontal levels. Like the Ripple one was around 42 cents. You can draw that in real clear. We've had some phenomenal shorts. When the trends are there, the trades are there, and the opportunities and the reward to risk ratios remain the same. So either direction doesn't really matter. It's been going really well.
0: Well, Craig, let's talk a little bit about what your day looks like. Do you get an early start cuz the crypto markets aren't like the stock markets, you know, they don't open at a certain time. You could do this anytime. Take us through your day.
2: Yeah, good call, man. Like for me a lot of it's about routine. So, um it's it's winter here in Sydney now, Perfect. which we're coming out of it. Yeah, freezing, freezing cold 19 degrees uh, today high and it's, you know, it's feeling pretty cold this morning at about 9 degrees. I got my big jacket on. <laughs> so, Horrible weather, right? Um, so usually when it's not too dark, I'm usually in the office around 7, 30, 8 o'clock in the morning, all right? So I'll walk, I'll do some exercise of some kind, not too strenuous in the morning to get me started, get in, plug everything up, fire up my computer screens. I'll do a podcast straight away as I commentate the market from the beginning, uh, and then I really sit down and start looking at the markets. So I do a top 100 scan uh, every day, five days a week with, with my membership, looking for trading opportunities, scanning the market, helping to empower these people to understand not just why I don't take a trade and why I do take a trade, but all the little things in the middle. And then throughout the day, I'll have a, I'll have a watch list that I'll just go back and keep rechecking. Uh, I'll always have, if I'm in between, I'll have Bitcoin up in front of me all day. There's always a screen dedicated to Bitcoin because I want to see what's going on there. And you know, the old saying in traditional markets is uh, in the US, you know, if, if the US uh, sneezes, The rest of the world catches a cold. Mm. Uh, And that's very much the same as with Bitcoin. If Bitcoin's down 1%, oh
0: man, Uh, Travis, you made us all sick come on
2: alter down 10% because of that sneeze that's your fault
0: oh
1: my bad my bad I'm a market mover <laughs> you are man so that's what I do
2: I just I just keep looking and keep checking it everything I do is in a visual sense it's, it's technical analysis reading charts it's pretty straightforward
1: well one of those things that's interesting is that like okay so you're sitting there reading charts like over the past couple of weeks, there's been some extraordinary news, right? Like this new black backed platform, Microsoft and Starbucks are going to be doing some of this stuff. And then there's other great pieces of news that have been popping up and more and more institutional money is getting into crypto and then all this great news. And then the price of crypto still goes
2: down. Like, what the hell? Oh, man, it's it's. I've never been involved in a space that's been so irrational, emotional, and immature. Um, It's like, I don't know if you guys have got any kids or not, but it's kind of like the terrible twos. You know what I mean? Like you you go, hang on, darling, you know, everything's fine. Monsters aren't real. You know, the Teletubbies are. Peppa Pig's awesome. And there's your dummy. And they still go nuts. It's like, dude, listen, listen, it's okay. Everything's good. Why can't you just chill out and understand that we are good here and then they just keep on screaming and they keep on going crazy it's a really really wild market i'll tell you what i'm i'm in the position kind of like what you guys are, i've i've got a podcast as well the, the trader cop crypto show and i'm, I'm pretty lucky that i get to interview a lot of fantastic guests in this space you know from guys that that are heading up the mic you've
1: never had us on what the hell trader Kyle? well what that's,
2: that's your next man for sure right,
1: uh, we've had, I've had a chance to chat with all these brilliant people once we get with, done with all of them then we'll have you <laughs> yeah John we'll on. run out we'll of brilliant find, people
0: <laughs> look i was waiting for my ratings to get high to get you on <laughs> well we're certainly not going to do it for you <laughs>
2: we we will
0: bring yeah, you look, that, worry.
2: They are not worried. Like, you know, you've got the guy who runs. Uh, blockchain for Microsoft. You've got some big, big, big names in the space here, fund managers, all sorts. And, you know, everyone's focused on the long term. They're not focused so much on the short term. Yes, the short term can hinder the progress long term and it will hinder adoption because whilst other Bitcoin's not above 10,000, it's not in the press, it's not getting that exposure. But in the background, the technology continues to improve, grow, and the people that are getting interested and involved in this space is really, really good. And I actually think you know call me call me what you want to and i'm sure i'll cop it left right and center for saying this but these we'll periods you <laughs> oh <laughs> thanks george Good on you, <laughs> <laughs> these these downturn periods allows the technology to sort of be built more so that when the hordes do come we're ready and it doesn't crash
0: hmm. there's going to be hordes
2: the hordes are coming hordes oh, hmm.
0: they are. so let's talk about what you think you know is happening in the market right now why why are we being suppressed is it manipulation is it fear uh, is it something else are you doing it is travis
2: sneezing what why <laughs> i think it's like all realistically comes down to the sneeze factor mm-hmm. well there you go <laughs> that makes sense good lord Joel, don't <laughs>
1: fart <laughs> you hate to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um look I, I, the manipulation case is one that's always brought up and um look it, it's it's definitely there why because it exists in every market you know wherever there's a good person there's also a crap person it's just the way the world works unfortunately greed is there uh, as far as why we are we are where we are I think that the institutional money is there uh, it is definitely coming in it is definitely being spent if, if you're call sort of End of 2017, early 2018, everyone was talking about institutional money. When the institutional money comes, when the institutional – when, 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 when. Well, it's there. It's just not buying on exchanges. So where I'm seeing institutional money coming in is it's coming in through – Uh, funding ICOs or funding blockchain space projects. And they're not just after tokens. They're after equity as well. So the money is coming in. It might not have hit the market yet. The market cap will increase, but it's as the projects come into the market. Now, I think that with people that bought, if you you consider the people that bought back in, you know, October, November, December, I mean, that that hype cycle, that run up, that was just fueled by basically lots of mum and dad's getting involved i mean the amount of people that owned bitcoin at you know 16 17 18 thousand dollars there's a very large number of these people and it was just that fomo factor and that's why we saw the the growth as far as price is concerned uh, spike so i mean you look at december man like there was two days we did like three thousand dollars in a day are you kidding me that's not sustainable now when that buying yes, dried so, it up so it came we'll off,
1: need that. we need more of that mr trader cobb
2: it will come don't get me wrong it will come but it's not sustainable, so I think that um, you know those people. We used to, those people came in when when the media grabbed a hold of it. I think we'll see the media grab a hold again, and momentum increase. But we need to get above ten thousand. So it's up to us as the community to just be cool, to get educated, and to realize that you know having a tantrum and selling everything you could have done that four or five times in the life of Bitcoin, and guess what, a hundred percent of the time you would have been wrong, and you would have been kicking yourself. Don't fall into that percentile. Don't fall into that. If you're in the space, have some faith and learn more about it to get that faith. If you don't already have it, that's the way we're going to keep up.
0: Is, isn't the fear that like people think, Oh yeah, it's bounced back every time, but not this time, this time it's debt, this time, you know, it's never going to run like it
2: did before. What for anybody who's in that position and thinking that, let me just give you a little bit of perspective here. see the thing is I love perspective, right? We are a, total market cap of $200 all right? To give you an idea, Apple's – I think Apple just cracked a trillion or close to a trillion. They did, yeah. Yeah. First company ever. Yeah, with 20% the size of Apple. Apple could buy the entire crypto market just on its balance sheets, okay? So we are microscopic. We are so – we're beyond the beginning, just But we're like, you know, if you think about the circle of life, you know, the, you know the, the amoeba comes out and it's like a bacteria, then it becomes like this little tadpole, and the tadpole becomes a frog, and the frog becomes – we are probably at about the tadpole stage. You know, Bitcoin, are we all using it to spend? No. Half these projects that are out there are there to create or to bring things into this space to help the world to develop, but the world isn't ready yet. You know, at the end of my podcast, I ask all the guests, you know, where do you think we are, 1993 or 2000, you know, in relation to the internet? Because obviously the internet was around before 1993, but it sort of went kaboom, 2000 and oh, you know there was that cough again, uh, <laughs> around 2000 and we saw it fall. Most people at the start of the year were saying about 1993, 94. Um, of course, crypto moves very fast. People are saying now 95, 96. Um, this market cap is so small, guys. If crypto is even going to you know, take a hold of even a fraction of the community, we have got multiple trillions there for us to uh, to, to reap the rewards on. That's where the faith should be held, and that also needs to be combined with researching, so you understand what it's about. Because if you just invest in something without an idea, it's very difficult to ride through the bad times.
1: Now, now it's interesting to me because you did just point it out that the current market cap at this very moment is two hundred and four billion U.S. dollars, which is like three hundred billion
0: Aussie dollars, right? Close to <laughs> about four hundred billion. No. So it, it is crazy. What, what would that be in the Zimbabwean dollars? Oh, dude, it would be Venezuela. like
1: hundreds of trillions of dollars, right? Probably How thousands. many quadrillions
0: in yeah. Venezuelan money? I going to say that.
1: <laughs> it says seven. I don't know. Whatever's beyond that. Exo, I don't know. What the hell's beyond a quadrillion?
2: I don't know. Stephen Hawkins isn't here anymore. It's to a while. big-ass well, would, number. Wouldn't that be a quintillion?
1: Probably would be a quintillion. Nicely done, Mr. Joe Kham. You're good at the numbers.
2: Yeah, but do you know that? Can you fact check that? I mean, he just said a big word. Do you do you know that, or are you just going to yes. give up? You well, just it's like quad,
1: up? and then quin would make sense. That is pretty good. And then like you know, after that, as uh, what is it a sextillion? That sounds good. I'd love to have a sextillion. Um, so, so uh,
0: <laughs> it actually, you're a- right. It is a sextillion, and then a septillion. Oh, yes, would, would be. With and so then many a, zeros, that and then a reptilian. But, but do you
2: get a septilian from having a sextilian? You need a crane for that, or? Well,
1: that's if you got to have two sex, sextillions make a septillion, I think I'm not sure. I don't. I, I got go to go back to my uh, biology class. Right so, so let's talk about ICOs and marketing, right? So that's some of the topics that you cover on yeah. your show. So, so that was one of the things. Like Joel and I, we've been in marketing for a long time. He got on. Joel got on the internet, built the first website in 1995. I got online right. in '96. And, uh, you know, I've been figuring it out ever since then. And so that's one thing that when we got into this space, we're like, man, here's all these great companies that are maybe marketing poor and cash rich. We can use our skills to help them, you know, within a lot of different areas, PR, you know, and other different things that we can do and connections and marketing strategies and social stuff and paid ads and all this different stuff. And so there's a lot of errors that happen within you know, different companies that are doing uh, ICO marketing, maybe you could maybe touch base on some of the things that you're seeing.
2: Yeah, look, I, I think that the biggest error that many of them are making is the way they present themselves in a physical sense. OK, um, I, I go to a lot of shows, uh, I, I, you know, presenting or on panels or just there, you know, trying to keep my head to the ground and work out exactly what's going on and who's doing what, when, why and how, trying to find good projects to invest in. But, I mean, one of the one of the things I see is it happens time and time again. You know, you, you know, when you sit down, you've got that little pitch deck, they've got their pitch deck and there might be five ICs that go, bam, 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 10 minute pitches. And you sit there and you go, OK, let, let's let's see your elevator pitch. And what they've got is they've, they've got the guy who's maybe the CTO. And that guy is like a coder. He's a genius, very smart individual. But you got to remember that there might be one other person in the audience that understands what he understands. They don't talk to investors in many ways. You know, they've got their pretty videos and with a little ding, 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 ding music in the background, and they're talking about here at such and such project, we do da da da, and it's like okay, that was that was nice and simple. But when they When they like it, it, it's not congruent when they they actually have somebody who's talking about the project, they don't break it down into a simple right here's what we do, here's what we're going to try and, you know, here's the issue we're going to fill, here's how we're going to monetize that. And guess what? Here's how you benefit being a token holder. I see getting too caught up in the detail, in the tech, and the tech's important. But if you're going to have 90% or 95% of the population doesn't understand the tech behind it, why talk? to the 5% that does when you need the 95% to make your project work. I, I think that the message from the mouth of the um, of the project is often overcomplicated and they lose a huge amount of their value by not communicating a very simple message. I think that's a big area, area I see there's a massive improvement to be made.
0: Yeah, we have a lot of uh, interviews on the show with crypt new cryptos with ICOs we do a crypto spotlight and that's a sponsored show and they'll come on and you know sometimes it will be the developer and they just have the charisma of a dish rag Yeah, you right. know there's just you know and erm, um, we have the blockchain that erm, um, we're going to be built and it's like okay you guys need a, a marketing person that speaks to the people about the solution the problem that uh, that you're solving so i'm just gonna give a hearty amen to that
2: yeah it's it's yeah. it's very I, i'd very like to add this as follows well because
1: that's, that was one of the things that sort of hit us up whenever we were when we were looking at crypto and thinking about doing a podcast we were like huh, most of these podcasts are those same technical yep. nerds mm. that are so technical like the masses are never going to understand crypto if these are the guys that are leading this stuff. And there, actually, there's some really great shows out now over the course. I think people are, have gotten better. But early on, man, they were just such, like Joel always calls them, the pointy heads and the <laughs> you know thick accents and really smart people who do not have the charisma to help teach people. And so he said, you know what? As we learn, let's go teach some people and let's have fun with it. And so that, that's where bad crypto came from. Well, it may be
0: smart that- or
1: bad. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's true. Is that how Trader Cobb came around? Is it you go, you started doing trading, and you said, "Hey, this is pretty cool. Let me start teaching people how to trade crypto, so you can earn crypto." I mean, what was the genesis of of the idea behind,
2: you know? TraderCob. Oh, look, TraderCob started out of frustration. To be honest with you, I had no desire to uh, to do what I'm doing. As far as be a commentator, as far as have a podcast, as far as teaching people, uh, I, I taught people in traditional markets for years, and I walked away from it when you know what, bugger this. I'm just going to trade myself again. This is this is way better. Uh, I'd run a little fund of my own. Didn't really like that. The idea of uh, you know sitting there trading actively. I just had the wrong invest. to be fair. But all the things that I'd done in the space, I was like, you know, in, in traditional markets, I was like, no, 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 no. I just want to focus on me trading my money because I know how to do that and I do I do well with that. Then I got to the point with crypto, you know, I'd, I'd seen the market. And I'm like, right, I know my strategies work. They're watching it a couple of months. You know, I usually watch a market for a couple of months full time before I actually go into it just to see if there's anything that I need to pick up. And so I'm looking around. Right? I'm going on YouTube. I'm, I'm, you know, as you do, googling. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm uh, sorry, not Facebook because I, I was never on Facebook. I am now, but uh, I was across the, most of the other socials. and I'm thinking. Man, there's a lot of people doing videos where they're swearing like troopers. They're doing videos in the shower. They're doing this. They're, it, it, it just seemed like such an immature space. I'm thinking, that's cool. Like I dig it. That you know, Everyone's got their own angle. That's fine. But there's nobody. I'm actually doing this
1: podcast from the toilet right now. Is that wrong? <laughs> Don't fart, remember? I didn't, Don't fart. It's, I a didn't crappy, know that.
0: it's a really crappy podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know these rules. I, Joel, how come you didn't tell me that it's not cool? That- Never mind. It's okay. Viva el Bano.
2: But what I'm getting at, you crazy mofos, is um, I I didn't have anybody that I felt like I could listen to, and that I didn't feel like I had anybody not listen to but learn from it. I didn't feel like there was anybody that had the the relevant experience that I required as, as a traditional trader and investor to feel comfortable enough to dive in with any confidence. So Effectively, that's what kicked it off. Uh, A lot of the stuff that people were selling as far as their courses, I was like, oh, dear God, I learned that in year one and I threw it all away. And these guys are trying to teach people. and That's the saying, even a turkey can fly in a hurricane. Everyone was saying, just buy this, buy this, based on this, this, and this. And they were all right because, you know, May, June, July, everything just went up. And then again, you know, September, October, November, everything went up. So everybody was right now they've gone very quiet, and they
1: everybody's super smart when the market's exactly. going up. I was like, "Oh my god, everything I touch turns to gold!" Exactly.
2: Uh. exactly. Except now, so that's 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 how well, it came out. Frustration.
0: I wonder, Craig, uh, would you be willing to share which uh, you know coins and tokens you like, not for
2: trading but for long term? Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to go into some of that. Um, there's one in particular. I mean, I hold Bitcoin, I hold Ethereum. I think both of those are you know I think they've got to be part of a stable uh, a stable balance portfolio. That's just my view. View, not, not financial advice, mm-hmm. um, but for me, there's a little project out of Australia called Horizon State. Now, Horizon State is basically voting using the blockchain. Now, the interesting thing about it is, I, I like to invest in projects that uh, I can either that, that, that are either um, you know, either have cash flow, that don't have to be cash flow positive, but they've got to be making money. I.e., you know, they're not just trying to put a dog on the moon. Uh, next week, they're actually doing something now, and it's transacting. They're, they're actually getting some traction, and you know it, it, they don't have like I said, they don't have to be cash flow positive. They just have to have a form of cash flow, so and, and then a plan to develop that. These guys have got that. They've got some great contracts with some government areas. So, so when, you, when you think of voting, you think, you generally think of voting through a government, right? But what people forget is that with voting, there's a huge amount of voting that's done within massive corporations. You know, you, your Fortune 500 companies, there's a whole voting process. AGMs have voting. Voting's you know, applied to so many different areas. Government's probably going to be, you know, the oil tanker that takes the longest to come around to digitizing and making it actually, you know, um, you know, unhackable and irrefutable and, and true and honest, which is obviously, you know part of the benefit of the blockchain right um you don't have to count all these votes 16 times and, and call somebody fraud or fake or whatever if it's on the blockchain because it just is so i really really have a lot of faith in, in that project i i also know the guys or the guy who who sort of Craig,
0: right craig you, you are fake news <laughs> oh I, I, <laughs> we I we actually uh, we had uh, jamie skella on the uh, show had, last year yeah, go, yeah yeah and 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 i agree i think that uh, you, you know voting on blockchain, it does solve the problem, uh, most of the the problem of voter fraud, but there are so many uses for voting outside the government, Absolutely. and so I'm, I'm going to concur with you on that. What else you like?
2: Uh, there's a couple of tokens coming out of uh, China that I like. One's called Content Ad Network. So again, it's a small cap. Um, it's list. I think it's an OKX. Um, but again, I, I like it because it, it sort of fits my traditional investor ethos, which is. I, I get it. It makes sense, and they're also profitable. So they they sell these like um internet uh, wireless router boxes. So you know we get our internet now. It's in a box. It's Wi Fi. Yada yada. Well, they've they've actually got these boxes that plug in, um, and they'll mine the token. So. It'll mine the tokens, so hopefully they can help to pay for your internet. So in you know lower socio-economic countries, it will help make it much more affordable for them to have access to the internet. But they've also got two terabytes of um, memory within each of these, which helps the uh, content. Um, you know, you think of the big content, Alibaba and YouTube, all this. It helps to store content locally within there. And of course, what they can do is they can have Wi-Fi all around the world now, where you can plug into your phone and you know all that sort of stuff. But they'll have they'll say that. Sell adverts to get this free Wi-Fi, so they're profitable just on the box. That's what I like. Day one, they sold. You know, they did a conference. They sold thirty thousand of these boxes, these units. Instantly, they had to stop. So they go like, "Holy Jesus, we, we've got to fill this order yet." Let's put a, put the a pause on that. Um, they're big in China and they're, they're they're going global expansion at the moment. I really like those guys. They're they're the two at the moment that I am most interested in. That that I, that I'm happy to talk about um, that, because I know enough about the business. I see what they're doing, and I really agree with it. And these are, you know, there's so many out there that are so undercover, they're so hidden. And again, it's 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 just that we're in the right position to be able to meet these projects and ask them our questions. I mean, Jamie a lovely bloke and a great project. Um, and the other bloke, Ola, is um, probably the most travelled man I've ever met, who, who runs Content Ad Network. So um, very exciting times. That's
1: so great. Thanks, thanks
2: for shilling those coins on back. Don't like to shill, but you asked a question, I gave you an answer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I love it, and we actually had uh, Power Ledger on that mm. same episode that we had Horizon State. So another great, awesome. Yeah, that, There's some that, great that, stuff doing... going on down there in the crypto lands down in Australia, oh, mate. mate. We
2: are kicking ass. We're like you know the way I describe uh, Australia at the moment. It's like a, in the Sydney 2000 Olympics when we had them here in Australia. We we kicked ass with the we, we punched so far above our weight. We suck at sport now, but like in in the blockchain space, we seem to be like the year 2000 Olympics. We we we. We got some good stuff here, and a lot of people are interested because we're, we're legit too, right? We, you know, we're, we're pretty trustworthy as a nation. Well,
1: not only are you legit, you got you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of really sharp people and developers, and there's a great community down there for it not really being a huge, you know, a huge country. What is it like 20 million, 20 million people or so? That's like one city
2: in China. Yeah, we right? just did twenty five. I saw the fireworks last night.
1: Oh, nice! Congratulations! <laughs> no, that's great. I love it. I've been there twice. I would move to Australia. The beach is there. The beer, the ladies, the fun, this the 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 vibe. Very cool country. We need we need to do a bad crypto world tour in Australia, man. We got to figure out how man, to get do it. I do. was on
2: Bondi last night fishing. That's that's how close the city is to the beach, right? Bondi. I was fishing on Bondi. I love last Bondi, night.
1: Bondi Beach, Manly Beach. Both mm-hmm. those beaches are just unbelievable. And then you have these just un, these just amazing cliffs mm. that you know. It's like once you get into the Sydney Bay and that harbor area, you're good. But, like outside of that bay, there's like a little opening, and like there's been all kinds of ships that have wrecked outside yep. trying to get into the Sydney Bay, like over the you know hundreds of years or whatever. It's just fascinating to go out there and check out that whole scene. It's beautiful. Dude. I love it. Uh,
0: yeah, big fan. It's uh, not a question at yeah, all. Yeah, big down on been down under myself a couple times and I really enjoy it. And would look, I, in fact, I've got a friend who runs a, a third generation chocolate shop down there. I'll, here's a plug for him Chocolate Johnny perfection chocolates
1: Oh, chocolate Johnny.
0: Yeah, he's Johnny. in uh rose bay i don't yeah, know okay, if that's anywhere the, yeah that's near the, man, you, I'm, but, I'm,
2: I'm in bondi it's just down the road
0: yeah he's got a play, uh, yeah, shop there called perfection be. chocolates go in there and say joel Combs at hi and he will he will treat you so well I'm writing it down. Chocolates. There you go,
1: <laughs> chocolate Johnny. How do you how do you forget
0: that? That's He's like name. the Willy Wonka. Not- there, he does all kinds of uh, Instagram stories and Snapchats and shows people behind the scenes how he uh, how he makes the chocolate. It has nothing to do with crypto. But uh, so, Craig, you've got uh, your website. Um, why don't we go ahead and give a plug here for Trader Cobb? And I'm going to give people a, a special link to go through to go to the site. So go to badco.in forward slash trader that's our affiliate link in
2: case you guys end up acquiring any of his services what do you guys offer mate it's basically everything you need to be a trader effectively i mean look at everything that i do is designed around making it logical making it simple literally everything i mean i've got in my office right now I've, I've got stick ups right it says if it's not clear it's not there trade what you see not what you think everything's about a systemized trading approach with literal checklists. so if, if you're new to trading and not you don't have to be new to crypto but if you're new to trading then what you need to have is not just TA because t- technical analysis, it's like having a, a, a pantry full of ingredients and you're told, bake a chocolate cake, but you've never smelled a chocolate cake. You've never seen one. You've never heard the recipe. You've got no idea what a chocolate cake is and you've got 5,000 ingredients in that pantry. What I do is I break it down and go, right, you need to have this, 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 and this. I've got essential factors you must tick and bonus factors. It's a systemized approach to trading. It's not just the trading strategy. It's about routine. It's about mindset. It's about how to run a business in trading and how to keep your records to be better so there's a whole suite of different stuff in there you can jump on board uh to the free bi-weekly videos to suss it out first Uh, any questions you've got just shoot it through to us we've got a little chat box on the website so you can you can speak to the staff and we're you know we're super accommodating we just want to help you guys become the best trader you can be that's
1: great there'll be there'll be no sussing I don't know, there's no sussing out. We don't need any of that. That sounds like such a negative thing. Ah, we sussed out. Really? What is that? Ah, uh, it's an Australian <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, an Australian thing. Hey, so so since you're doing a lot of trading and stuff mm-hmm. and you know when is this institutional money going to pop in and start rolling on this? I mean, yeah, there's been is. conversations about it. There's been some movement. When is this going to well,
2: roll? Of, let's talk about the. Let's talk about the. Uh, quickly talk about the uh, the the barriers first. Um, as a trader, I can tell you right now that uh, the exchanges are not up for the task. Even the ones you might think are specifically for trading, Bitfinex. Look, I'll tell you right now that they have got nothing on the platforms that exist in traditional markets. Nothing at all. Um, so as as the exchanges start to provide us. Uh, tools for professional institutional type trading. It's it's going to be difficult for other people like me to get involved unless they're truly committed like I am. The institutional money is coming through the equity deals they're doing with other projects. As far as um, a lot of other stuff, I know some guys that run OTC desks. The institutional money does come; it just leaves very quickly. So they get they get uh, they get a bit nervous and get out very very fast. I think it's just uh, once we can get above ten thousand, I think we'll see the next big cycle kick in, as we'll see more media.
1: Hey, we had somebody on the show not long ago, Josh Olzewitz or something like that. He he does some trading and he's talking about this Ichimoku, Ichibu- um, uh, yeah, Ichimoku ichi but- butthole. I think we said it's on the show for that. Um, <laughs> is what it sounds like to me but is that is that one of the pieces of information that you use is that something that was valid because this dude was all like man i'm ichimoku on it all day it's-
2: uh, not for me no i mean look there's more than one way to skin a cat that's another little australian saying for you, if you don't know I don't like cats i have a cat mm-hmm. but i so, know look it's, it's for me why
1: well, you want to skin cats they're very they're okay they're well, nice.
2: not living ones not even dead ones
1: and where are we going with this
2: <laughs> well you said it <laughs> so
1: Ichimoku doesn't matter that's yeah. just another little piece of the pie you can pick Welcome which one. To you have your own recipe and this other correct. chef has his own correct
2: correct one. exactly look my, my charts are simple i can tell everybody now i use the macd i use the 10 period moving average and the 20 period moving average that's it my charts are simple they're clean and that's why it's really easy to make sense of it
0: he uses the macd because he's the MACD. Daddy of trading. It's Trader oh, Cobb. Yeah. You guys check it out. <laughs> check out his videos. Uh, check out his Facebook page. Go to the show notes for this episode and uh, you'll find the links there. But if you want to see the services that uh, Craig offers, badco.in forward slash trader, trader Cobb. Craig, Craigie baby, thanks so much for joining us today and sharing with us.
2: Joel, Travis, been an absolute pleasure, boys. And I will uh, we'll line up to get you on mine because this has been a good, fun time. Thanks very much, everyone.
1: Yeah. MAC D10, MAC D20. Listen to Trader Cobb, man. You'll make lots of money. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs>
2: you guys are awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: Once again, if you want to check out Craig's, uh, sorry, Trader, he doesn't go by Craig, Trader Cobb's course, go to badco.in forward slash Trader, T-R-A-D-E-R, and Mr. Travis Wright, I think it is uh, time that we gear up for another episode of Talking Tokens with Travis and Jones.
1: Stay bad. Bad.
0: Bad. Bad.
1: Bad. Bad. That's true. We're going to have a Talking Tokens episode coming up. Talking Tokens 3. Uh, Give us a call, 708-885-9030. Give us a 30-second to 60-second pitch on which crypto you love and you want us to talk about to the great audience here at Bad Crypto. We've done two of these so far, and uh, the majority of them were were tokens that we'd never had done research on, Mm -hmm. a couple of which I really liked and uh, went ahead and snagged some.
0: Mm -hmm. Me too. So this is not ICOs. Okay, so these have to be existing tokens that have some sort of volume. And, you know, we're trading some reasonable amount. I don't know, even, you know, uh, 50 to 100,000 a day or more, I suppose, would be a reasonable amount. Uh, So these are not necessarily speculative in that uh, one day they might do something, you know, in terms of trade. These are actually trading. So uh, call us. You don't have to be eloquent, but please do be brief. Tell us your name, where you're calling from, and what token you would like to uh to talk about. Let's let's give them an example of what that sounds like, Mr. Well, Trapps, let's, right. Well let's
1: well let's also not only that, not just say, hey, this is Jim in Australia. Please talk about Litecoin. Like tell us a little bit about why you like the coin. That's where we're talking tokens. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think about it as well. So I think 60 seconds is about the top of that you want to do the thing. Yeah um you know That's don't ramble three minutes Third no, i think it's probably it's actually probably pretty good because they're talking about the token why they like it but don't be shilling something just because like oh oh i've got a whole bunch of this coin and i sure hope it does good and so please pump it for us like because we do research on them and we've not put a bunch of them on because it's like oh oh look at this coin here with like 72 dollars of trading volume yesterday like we're not going to talk about that one
0: yeah um especially be, be especially cool. if it's bad coin We're not going to talk Mm -hmm. about BadCoin. By the way, BadCoin is still out there. I don't know if it has any volume or not. Um, I suppose it's worth looking to see here. I'm actually going to pull that up right now. I haven't logged into BitShares in probably a month or so. And uh, does BadCoin still trade? Uh, Yeah, it's currently sitting at uh, worthless.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. We have some aspirations to make this thing good. We just got to get the uh, blockchain developer to come through.
0: we got some great ideas for it. Develop some blockchain. Oh, thanks for listening. We look forward to your calls. Of course, join us on the Bad Crypto Mastermind, where the discussion takes place on the Facebooks at badco.in forward slash mastermind. And we'll catch you guys on the next show. We love you so much. It hurts.
1: It does. It really makes me stay bad.